Greetings, my brethren. It is with joy that I come to you this morning, giving God praise and thanks for sparing our lives to see yet another day and to be able to encourage one another from the things of God. There is a song by Edna Warrell entitled, It's Just Like His Great Love. It is said in the first answer, a friend I have called Jesus, whose love is strong and true, and never fails however destroyed, no matter what I do. I've sinned against this love of his, but when I knelt to pray, confessing all my guilt to him, the sin clouds rolled away. The chorus is just like Jesus to roll the clouds away. It's just like Jesus to keep me day by day. It's just like Jesus all along the way. It's just like his great love. Love. This is what we are speaking about morning after morning in our morning devotions for several weeks now. And we continue to build on this matter of love. Love for the family love between the husband and wife. I want to start another little series for you that I have entitled God's Design for Marriage. I was reading not too long ago and I read that a preacher was invited to give a talk at a women's health symposium. He told his wife that he was supposed to speak at this symposium and his wife inquired about his topic. She asked him, what is it that you are going to speak about? In reading, I found out it is said that he was too embarrassed to admit that he had been asked to speak about sex. So as he think quickly, his wife waiting on the answer, he replied, I'm talking about sailing. Hmm. The next day at the grocery store, a young woman who had attended the lecture recognized the minister's wife. She said to her, that was certainly an excellent talk your husband gave yesterday. He really had a unique perspective on the subject. The wife replied, I'm surprised you should think he did an excellent job. The young lady asked his wife, why would you be surprised? The wife responded, I'm surprised because he only done it twice. The first time he threw up and the second time his hat blew off. I trust you get the message and the joke. Today, we get our education from everywhere except the right places and the right people. Parents are afraid to teach their children and pastors are afraid to teach their congregations. There are some facts we all need to establish in life. Number one, when it comes to God's design for marriage, I would like you to know that God created us to be different. A man was formed from dust. A woman was formed 
from flesh. Man was placed in the garden alone. The woman was brought to the man so they could be together. Man was created with a need. Woman was created to fulfill that need. Man's job was to work. A woman's job was to help man with his work. Man's job was task-oriented. For instance, he had to name the animals. The woman's job was relational, that is, to meet the needs of the man. Man gave woman her name. Woman received her name from man. Man's body was created to give a fruit. The woman's body was created to give life. God created man and woman with different features, different abilities, and assigned them different roles. God created an avenue in which all their differences could melt together. He did this in the intimacy of sexual love, in which the two different persons can become one. Genesis chapter 2, verse 23 and 24. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. What God designed was holy and right. The differences he fashioned are an asset, not a liability. God's original intent was that man and woman would dwell together to complete one another and enjoy the true meaning of marriage life. Sin entered into the picture and destroyed that oneness. Immediately when sin entered, their eyes were open. Instead of being naked and unashamed, Adam and Eve hid their bodies. Instead of being grateful for each other, they blamed one another. Their differences no longer united. They no longer united them, but divided them. So the question is, can we return to the beauty of love that God originally intended? Can we? God intended that a husband and a wife would live together in love and become one. Can we return? I believe the answer is yes. For if we go to Proverbs chapter 24, reading verse 3 and verse number 4, the Bible says, Through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Where do we start if this is true? Where do we start? Can we return to the beauty of love that God originally intended? Yes. Then where will we start? My time is up. Next morning I'll share with you where we will start. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, 
for being able to understand your word. Thank you for caring about us, that you would write us your word, that we would have it where we can read and understand. Thank you for families. I pray that you would bless each and every one. For those who are struggling, going through difficulties, be with them in a special way. For those who are ready to just give up, Lord, renew their strength. Have your way in our lives. Guide and direct us throughout this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Do have a great day. Looking forward and speaking to you next morning.